the biggest douche of the universe. In all the galaxies, there's no bigger douche than you. You've reached the top, the pinnacle of douche dumb. Good going, douche. Your dreams have come true. Okay. So I think we found some good intro music, some really good intro music. It's good. It's big of you to admit that you are such a huge douche. But no, it's a huge step. Huge step. Wow, I did speak first, so that's not exactly great for that. But we are getting closer to our dreams coming true. The listenership is up. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, what we want, you know. Yep. Chip away, baby. Chip, chip away. away. We do our uh, thing. And I'm doing more of our thing. We have we have video coming now. We are recording ourselves on both audio and video format as we speak. Matt shaved for this very occasion. He's fresh shaven. Fresh shaven, clean looking. Uh, we have new mics coming. I was hoping mine would be here today, but it is not. Amazon's taking a little longer. They're going all the way for that six o'clock window that they claimed that it's going to be here for. Uh, six time difference. Is. They're still good. No. They're good. Yeah. So how does it work in Seattle with Amazon? Is it like 12 hour shipping? What's the deal? Well, it depends on the item, I guess, if they have it in stock, because they have more. Obviously, they're based out of Seattle, so they have some warehouses closer around here. So pretty much on certain items and the mic must have been one of them. It was like uh, it's a, it was essentially available in Everett, about 40 minutes up north. So they're able to just pop it on a truck and get it out. Uh, which is crazy. I mean, that's it's, it's cool. It's crazy. Two day ship. I was we were talking about this, and I'm shocked that we could. You you were giving me shit because mine was two day shipping. <laughs> and I, I couldn't true. believe that I was hearing complaints about two day shipping. Fuck it's off. Not, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah, I mean, it was I. I was mostly making fun of the fact that you live in Tennessee, and you're not as close to some of these facilities as I am, and it's just. It's just nice. Right, right. Well, you know where I was this weekend? I was in Nashville. Oh. I was in Nashville where the seeds of this podcast were born. That is true. We, you know, I was back in our old stomping grounds. And I have to say, uh, Broadway, the main strip there, mm-hmm. coronavirus is just not a thing. It's just not even close to a thing. It is. Oh, I, I was there for the NFL draft, I guess, two years ago now, almost to the day. It is, with the exception of that, damn it. <laughs> with the exception of that, the the busiest I've ever seen it. Really? Even oh, now? Yes. I mean, yes. is it that full bachelorette party thing? Oh my God. Most bachelorette parties I've ever seen. The Dude, most. I imagine I mean, they ha- we, we were talking about it, and I think the conclusion we came to is everyone had to postpone them for so long, so now they're just all swarming there at once. What's it the was... mask? <laughs> Whatever. If you got them, you got them. If you don't, you don't. That's basically it. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, dumb. Well said to me. Dumb. <laughs> that is a U clip. It is a U clip. <laughs> it's, it's, that is really dumb. It, insane. Yeah. So we obviously walked around there. We didn't go in anywhere there. Uh, but we went other places. So it's still a blast. But it was shocking. What did, did it? That is, I mean, that's shocking. It's sick. It's awful. Um, did what was your reason for being in Nashville? Oh, uh, pure pleasure, pure pleasure. Okay, so what'd you end up doing if you're not going in anywhere? There's an, just walk around. We or? didn't go on that street. That street oh, is okay. you know tourist, right? Central. That 
Mm-hmm. And so just other neighborhoods, this, the place where we stayed was, an, you know, a happening spot for, I think, more locals. There's still plenty of other people, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And we did actually go the next morning earlier, like 11, when you assume people are still hungover and stuff uh, for like a brunch there. We stayed there for a couple hours on the rooftop. It was beautiful. Fucking oh. amazing. I got burnt yeah. to shit, but it's tan now. So I feel real good. Yeah, I was going to say you don't look red. No. I don't feel red. That's good. Well, good. I'm glad you had fun in Nashville. Um, let's we're going to start off with. A, well, we're now going to go after our little preamble. We're going to start off with a, a more serious topic. Really the impetus for the song I played, because there are once again, a couple douchebags out in the world doing their douchebaggery. They're police officers killing and detaining unnecessarily african-american folk and it's brutal you couldn't have chose a worse time to be pouring that wine i mean that is so clear it's so fucking clear i'm I'm trying to gearing up up. i agree you need you need i mean it's it's a sobering take so you need a little bit of something to put the edge back on i mean shit well i should be brutal so in case you haven't heard the first one, which is actually where I started our uh, our we have a chat. Obviously, we put together some show notes trying to see what we're going to talk about. The first one came out late last week after we recorded. Uh, it was out of Virginia. There's an African-American man who's also a lieutenant in, uh, I believe, is a Marine. I'm not totally sure. And I'm not going to go back to check now, but he's it's a army. lieutenant. It's the yeah, army. army. He's a lieutenant in the army. He got pulled over as a brand new car, just got it, uh, doesn't have his plates yet. And the police pull him over and this officer is just a complete dickhead to him. And he's just there like, why'd you pull me over? Why'd you pull me over? Like, what what's going on? His hands are outside of the car at all times, like totally out, wide open. Couldn't he can't be doing anything. He's following all their instructions, just asking, why are you detaining me? Seems like a reasonable question. Uh and then the police officer uh, pepper sprays him for no in, reason. In his uniform, no less. In <laughs> his uniform. How can you, like, what else could you possibly need from anyone? Hands out the window, doing absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, Pulled over, not even on the road. In It looks like a gas station. Uh, what else? And he's wearing a military uniform. What do you possibly, yeah. how could you say anything else went wrong? So on on that gas station thing, because that's a sort of it's an interesting part of the story. And um, I really give a lot of credit to the uh, lieutenant, Karen Nazario, by the way, Caron. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, Mr. Nazario. Uh, But he waited to pull over because he saw a well-lit area uh, just a few blocks away. So he's like, I'm going to go to this well-lit area. So if anything happens, it's really obvious what I'm doing. And there's no. There's no way the police can say this happened because it's me well lit. You're going to be able to see me. Police pulled him over because, I mean, essentially, it's a big thing. Uh, he was driving a car that it looked like a black person would be driving. It was they had some tinted windows in the back uh, and it was hard to see the, the, you know, they have the temporary plates in the back. You don't have your license plate yet. You got the little cardboard one and tape it in the back. A little harder to see at night through tinted windows, I'll admit. But he wasn't doing anything wrong. They had no probable cause to pull him over whatsoever. They just pulled him over because they typecast his car and pulled him over. 
I don't understand why they pepper sprayed him. It seems, I mean, if you watch the video, it's completely unnecessary. It's, it's out of this world. Um, and then, so afterwards they find out he has nothing on him. He's a Lieutenant and the officer pretty much tells him, all right, so we'll wait here with you. Wait for the paramedics. Wait until you can see again and can drive blah, blah, blah. And then you're just going to go away and not say anything. Cause if you say anything, I'll press charges and have you court-martialed. <laughs> For what? <laughs> I don't know. What, what an gonna... empty threat. Yeah. I mean, clearly it didn't work. Right. Thank God. I mean, that's... that's... Yeah. So I wonder, how did this video come to light? It appears to be body cam. So right. I would so say... So maybe, the, maybe the, the victim filed a complaint or something and, and or... Or something. Maybe there was a partner. Maybe that, I don't know. I would say it. So the video I see looks like it's from the part. It's not the guy who does the pepper spring. Um, the other okay. the other officer is clearly the aggressor. Um, so I think by law in these sort of cases, you have to. It's like any officer footage is public domain because it's yeah. part of our tax dollars and stuff. So I think you have to show it. So if he tells the news or if he did make a complaint with the police office, whatever, they can pull this footage and show it. So it wasn't like it was people. It doesn't look like it's people on the street filming it, or it's it's definitely not uh, Nazario himself filming it, but it, yeah. And at the angle, it looks like it's, it's definitely body camera. Um, And it's sad. And that was where we started. I was like, wow, police are at it again. I don't know how, like how are like, you would think just because you know, the climate that we're in right now, you would not do this? Even if you're like a racist cop, presumably racist cop, right? It's got to be. Right. You'd, yes. You'd think, I don't know, you'd try to hold back that uh, your douchebaggery or everything, you know? I don't know. They wear body cams. What is wrong with this? This is why some people, there's a way to weed some of this out. You got to think. There's a way to weed some of this out. There's no way an officer goes through as much training as they should go through does something like this unprompted there's no way there's absolutely no no. um so yeah this story is first obviously a terrible story but thankfully nothing terrible happened per se i mean obviously it's terrible that he got pulled over and got pepper sprayed sprayed, i was gonna say tell the try getting pepper sprayed in the face i bet you'd say it's pretty terrible that's true but he's alive that's he's alive that's the thing crucial Fast forward like three days or something. Um, and we have this story out of Minnesota again, very close to where George Floyd, really the, the start of this whole movement was killed incorrectly. And we have another gentleman just shot down. Um, it's, it's, um, I mean, it's unbelievable. The Kim, God, what the fuck's your last name? Look it up while I'm talking. Uh, I know that her first name's Kim. She's the police officer that does the shooting this time. Pull over another black man. Uh, they find out that he is on some warrants, so they, they're going to take him in and arrest him. Which, like, some people, especially uh, people on the right, are arguing like, oh, look, like, he wasn't a great guy. Like, he has this arrest warrant out. And it's like, bro, that is not reason to kill him or shoot him. And this Kim cop is claiming that she thought she had her taser in her hand and shot him, which if you watch the video, it 
does make some sense. I don't know how, like, I guess they look similar, but they have to have a no, hell of a different no, feel in your no. hand. Kim, this is Kim Potter, just FYI. Kim Potter. Uh, again, kind of piggybacking off what I just said, with all the training that these officers have, there is no way that you can be reaching for the wrong weapon in an instant yeah. incident like this. You have to... I can't, I, you've got to think they're put under so many different scenarios, grab, whatever it is, it, it, taser, gun, taser, gun, and you fucking grab that one every fucking time. You have to know. I don't know where they wear them, but you'd think, okay, taser, left fucking side, gun, right side, and you just know, I'm grabbing my fucking taser, let me use my left hand. It should be something mm-hmm. so simple. Mm-hmm. How, the, the, yes. So again, it, there's a scenario where things are obviously her emotions are running high and she panicked and grabbed a fucking gun instead of a taser. That's not acceptable. No, I by and large, especially if you're a traffic cop, they should only be carrying tasers. And I think that's very obvious at this point. It is one thing if you're going in to make a bust and you have probable cause and all this other shit, which is still based on other stories, been highly problematic and lots of not greatness. Absolutely. But I can at least see the argument of having a gun in that one. At this point, take away the gu- the guns from the plainclothes cops. If you need a gun, it's probably the only times you're ever going to need a gun. I'd say 99% of the cases are when you get a call in and be like, hey, we have an active shooter. We have this. So then you're just like, all right send out the guns. Um, That's the truth. Speaking of guns, there was a shooting here in Knoxville yesterday. School shooting. School one. shooting. Yep. It's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It doesn't stop. So, yeah, I mean, you told me about the story right before we got on. Um, I guess the student brought a gun to school and the officer saying that they ordered the student out of the bathroom and then the officer in the go, restroom. He wouldn't go yeah. out. He wouldn't leave. So then they mm-hmm. went in and when they went in, he, the kids started shooting at him. Shot a cop least, in the leg. Yeah. And yeah. Then they killed him. Yeah. Not great there either. I mean, that one's not as cut and dry as some of the other ones, but, but it's uh, also no, who's no. saying like, there's only one side of the story we can hear because yeah. they killed the kid and it's also a kid. I mean, that's another scenario that not that I would watch it because I can't, but body cam footage would obviously be very telling. Yeah. That scenario. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if they have a body cam in Knoxville, if they have that kind of money I out there. Don't know either. I don't know. I, it's going to become mandatory. It, it should. All, yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's a federal mandate. All police officers are going to need to have body cams by someday in the future. Yeah. Is, I mean, if they're going to much needed, if they're going to put chips in us with these coronavirus vaccines, at least the police <laughs> should have body cams. Uh, that's a fact. That is a fact. So I'm going to do a segue rare for me talking about chips and vaccines. Johnson and Johnson paused vaccine. Due to blood clots. Yep. Rare. Supposedly there's like six or something like that. Nevertheless, it takes over a week typically for them to show up. If you just got a Johnson and Johnson vaccine, how scared are you right now? You got to be nervous. It's in the back of your head. Yes. Statistically, you're not really worried. 
but it's still in the back of your head for the next two weeks. Like, am I about to just drop dead right now? Yeah. At least there have there's only been one fatality from the blood clots, and there's one other person seriously ill. It is certainly problematic. I know I read at least in the Seattle area they are planning on using the Johnson Johnson for the homeless population because for obvious reasons it's gonna be a hell of a lot easier to do a one uh, shot than a two right, shot. Right. Well then um, yeah. But that's I mean that's gonna as it's I thought paused, you were saying gonna, they just came out with that decision saying hey even though these are duds and we're not using them we'll use them on the homeless <laughs> that would no, no. that had me concerned that would, that would be bad that, I, I don't know how you could spin zone that one if you're the pr of the uh seattle uh, health department <laughs> Listen, we've got all these we still got to use them they're going bad <laughs> yeah it's not a great us. look for johnson and johnson and it's just another thing that's going to make more and more people scared of coronavirus because you know what happens in these things it's not Let's say Johnson and Johnson comes out as unsafe, but the other ones are still fine, relatively speaking. You know, it's right. they're still fine, they're still effective. And Johnson Johnson, like, hey, it's just too risky with the blood clots. Like, let's let's just focus on the other ones, get those when, working. When you were getting a vaccine, how did you have any preference and what were your thoughts specifically on the Johnson and Johnson? Did you care which one you got? Uh I wanted Moderna simply because I invested in Moderna way back when they first came out, when the news first broke that they were coming out with a COVID vaccine over a year, over a year ago at this, or about a year ago at this point, right, right. I bought in and made a good chunk of money on Moderna. So I wanted to get the Moderna just simply because just of that. To rep it, just to rep it. I didn't, I didn't want the Johnson it. and Johnson because it was one and it was less and it's, you know, Johnson and someone else was talking to me about it today. They're like, yeah, Johnson Johnson had the talcum issue where they had uh, the cancer causing talc powder or whatever the shit it is like that. Plus it's only one. And the data shows it's a little less effective. Like, fuck Mm -hmm. no, stay away. And I guess within reason. So it seems. Yeah. I mean, I can see the upside of wine just to get one, just a little time saving, but it's, it's, it's like a lot of things. You just spend (laughs) a little extra time, you know, uh, cut corners. That's what you get. Um, but yeah, I would certainly be nervous if I got the J and J. I know a guy who got the Johnson Johnson and I, really? uh, yeah. So I'll ask him if he's nervous. Um, yeah, I'm curious, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not great, but the issue to get back on my original point, the issue. So a lot of the people who are already maybe on the fence about vaccines, they see just the news and probably with the way like these crazy things on Facebook and, probably once again, far right propaganda is like, look at the vaccines. They're not safe. They're already putting chips in you and now they're giving you blood clots and they're not going to mention like Johnson and Johnson specifically on these message boards and stuff. They're just going to say this vaccine's unsafe and people will think all the vaccines are unsafe. So we have more people not getting vaccinated. That's true. It's going to be a major problem. It's a big issue. It is definitely a big issue. And I don't know. I, again, I'm no fucking, pathologist or biologist or anything like that but when you're making one of these in such a truncated time frame i'm sure you know the pressure's on and you have certain thresholds you have to meet they probably met all those thresholds to get it approved Mm -hmm. and you know would say presumably didn't do enough testing as everyone would have liked in an ideal scenario so i don't even know that kind of slips through well i don't know right some of these drugs that come out and you they have all the like the fine print at the end of the commercial so to speak right it's like oh possible complications and it's a lot of times it's blood clots like 
that is, if, I think it's an overall a pretty frequent thing. Uh, if this was just a shot or a drug for a common symptom or what not whatever it is, a disease that's not a pandemic or whatever, a virus uh, that, yeah, I don't know, what it, whatever it is, I bet you they would have had more time. There would have been required more trials than what they had gone through to be able to get it approved. Yeah. That's Again, true. that is based purely off of just just educated guess. We'll call it intuition. Yeah. Well, I there's two things on that which a lot of people a lot of people bring exactly that up as a concern for getting the uh, the vac the, the the fucking vaccine. Like they don't want to get it because they're concerned there wasn't enough trials. Uh, one, I don't think we've ever had in our lifetime as many companies and smart people and collaboration working on one goal as focused as they were, as we did for this. So I Mm -hmm. think that would just naturally cut down some of the time on the vaccine and uh, its trials. And I'm not, I'm not concerned about the other ones. This also, there was also some blood clot worries in the UK and Europe about, I believe the, the biotech ox Oxford one. And it turned out it was just like, oh, there's the same, the same rough, same percentages as people who get blood clots also happen to get blood clots after getting <laughs> a shot. So it's like, well, so, so this very well could just be this, clots. right? It we didn't could fix the we blood could just, clots. <laughs> we could just have a really weird sample size here, where it's just some people already were getting blood clots, anyways. It might be right. much to do about nothing. It's, it, it's a very, possible. very big possibility on that. Um, overall, how do you think? the Biden administration has done as far as convincing people to get the vaccine. Uh, Most people I know either have a vaccine already or are planning on getting one. A vast majority. I would say a majority of those people already do have at least one shot. So Mm -hmm. I think it's going very well. I don't know. I know. I think a month or two ago they were behind schedule. So I don't know how they're still doing on that, but Overall, in terms of people's mindsets about it, yeah, it's going very well. I think people are all open to it. Um, yeah, and the people that aren't, again, like to get places to do things, you're going to need that fucking card. So that's going to be something that forces some people's hands. So one way or another, I think it's working. Um, I did come across someone else, though, that's not getting the vaccine because they quote unquote, don't do well with vaccines, (laughs) whatever that means. They got a flu shot a couple of years back and got really sick for like two, three weeks. And so from that single experience, they don't do well with vaccines and this person will not be getting a vaccine. (laughs) That's good because every, anytime you do something one time, that's the only way it could ever happen again. I will say I got my second shot on Thursday and Friday, I was very tired. I woke up feeling terrible. Um, and it was a it was a waste day. But overall, I mean, it was one day. It wasn't that bad. I was it's just, worth it. It's better than being sick for seven to ten days. Or dead. Or dead. Yeah. Well, good point. Yeah. Great Plus point. all the complications after the fact, let alone being sick seven right. to ten days. That's I mean, the, there's people with. Yeah, that, that's what I would hate. I mean, just not knowing when it's going to stop, when, when your fucking regular taste is going to come back. Mm-hmm. Be excruciating. All these uh, other I got my second shot this yesterday morning. Uh, oh, nice. Fucking money. I got real tired today after lunch, but that's it. I was able. I was in, in the office all, all day still, yesterday and today. Nice. Couldn't really have asked for it to go much better, I'll tell you that. 
That's great. That's great to hear. Oh, and in other vaccine news, I talked to my brother. Yes, let's follow up, please. Tell me the news. So I'll say he probably had the most sober take of anyone who didn't was hesitant to get the vaccine. And mind you, one, I should have known this to start. My dad was certainly overreacting to what <laughs> my my brother said. One. Yeah, he, that's on you. You got to feel that out. Yeah, that's on me. I was I went a little hard at him and that was a mistake. I uh, apologize accordingly after I spoke. I should have spoken with him before I talked about it, as it turns out. But, you know, we're we're out here for hot takes and having fun. So, yeah, we are. And he doesn't we have, care. We have appointments for this. OK, yeah. If his schedule doesn't allow it, then so be it. He's on the chopping block. That's He's on the block. And now I'm writing his name. So we're good. <laughs> so what he told me is that, well, he is his girlfriend got it. Also not great for my uh my whole uh, idea that she was the cause of that, which she was not <laughs> at all in the slightest bit. She told him uh, to get it. No, she had a, wow, you're an idiot. She, she just had a bad response. Her and her dad both had a bad response to the vaccine for a day, uh, much like myself. Uh, but she was like, you should still get it. And he didn't not want to get the vaccine. He just wanted to wait for some period of time until they found out which vaccine was best for the variants, which is probably the best reason to not get a vaccine because you're still planning on getting it. But what I told him is like, look at it this way. This is pretty much going to turn into the flu shot. You're going to have to get it every year, six months, whatever they decide anyways. So you might as well just get it now. At least it protects you from some percentage of variants at the very least. And you don't have to deal with people like yelling at you for not getting it. And even if you got a pure dud, let's just say you got a pure dud. It does nothing. It's the same as not getting one and waiting. So mm-hmm. just get it. Just get it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then you don't have to deal with people and you can go to restaurants. If they decide that you can only go to restaurants, if you have a vaccine card or whatever, right. whatever else they're thinking about with the vaccine passport. Um, but yeah, it was uh overreaction, overtake, bad take by me. Could bad, you have come out worse looking any worse on that previous recording last week than you did with the timing of all of it and your reaction to how it all actually was and how it all played out. No, it was the worst timing for that to happen before you talked to him, after you talked to your dad, blaming his girlfriend. His girlfriend actually was the one who's convincing him to get it. He couldn't have looked worse. I'll tell you, you couldn't have looked worse. Yeah, well, now you're getting the groove there. Have you spoken to his girlfriend at all? No. No, and she hasn't. Okay, we have. I've only met her a couple times, once or twice. He lives in Chicago. I live in Seattle. I mean, you need to apologize if she's hurt. I don't necessarily need to apologize. So, what made matters worse? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I. If so, it's that piece of audio is not currently on the internet. I'm safe there. I edited it immediately after I found out and immediately after I saw that she liked a post I put on Instagram about the podcast. Just adding to the the, the bad look that that you had there. Oh, your asshole probably fell out. Here he is, the biggest douche of the universe. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was about you. I knew it was you. It's not good. It was not good. That isn't good. Well, neither is Xander Shoffley. No, he's not. Uh, he's not. Talk about an implosion. I mean, 
hit he it had in the water. Ev- every chance to win that too. I mean, he was a shot shot or two down at the time and he just let the nerves get to him. And he said after the thing he said after the fact that he like doesn't regret that shot. I mean, you might not regret the decision, but I can regret the shot. Like the he shot says, itself, like, he says he miss him and his caddy misread the wind. Yeah, they I misread the wind and the wind took it into the fucking water or wherever the shit it went, uh, rather than on the fucking green. Um, it, up, it put a triple on that. Yeah. Double That's or triple. Good. I don't know. You can't, you can't. I mean, big crooked he's number. been in the hunt so many times down the stretch this year. First major back with fans masters, the big one. And he's back again and he fucking blows it. He blows it like that. He blew and a big old wad. A lot to take away from this tournament. One would be I did have him in my pick'em with you and true. in my other one. So he helped me win. So I'm still not mad at him about it. He helped me get two W's on the weekend. Oh, you won both your pick'ems. Yes, wow. I did. Yeah, we can well, let's talk about our players then on since we're on the pickums. Uh we did a what we did is we did a draft, snake draft. I let Rob have first pick because I'm a nice guy like that. Uh, and all we did was calculate each round. If they missed the cut, they just got an 80, which is not a good score. Which um, is what you get. Yeah. So That's what you get. You and whatever it's like golf, the lowest score wins. Rob beat me by essentially 48 strokes, which is a lot. <laughs> That's a for lot. Five players for five. Yeah, players. for five yeah. players. So an average of roughly ten strokes per player, if you really think about it that way. So we we rushed into it. I do one with a couple other guys, and you know it's more structured with mm-hmm. the rank. You can only pick one player per tier. Uh, tier A, B, C, D, E. One of each in each of the five tiers, which helps. So we picked variable all star squads. So. Mm-hmm. We did not drop anyone. It was all five top scores, lowest wins. Uh, yeah, I just blew the doors off you. Um, blew the doors off me. I will say I did have someone miss the cut. My second pick, uh, yeah. Dustin trendy, Johnson. A trendy uh, Masters favorite. I mean, rightfully so. Reigning champ six, seven months ago, whatever it was, mm-hmm. just very briefly, still on top Fake of this Masters. game. Fake masters. Fake masters. He, yeah, yeah. A lot totally. of a couple like, of the guys like, I played with were picking guys that played very well in that masters who sucked this tournament around because it's just so Dylan Fratelli. One, brutal. One hundred percent different courses. It's the Couldn't greens, man. It's the yeah. greens. You can't. It's it's so different. It's so different. Approach yeah. shots, obviously putting. It was you were brutal. You had two guys miss the cut. You had the whole I field did. to pick from. He had two I guys did. missed the cut. That alone, Roy, he lost. Rory sucks. He's he sucks. Brooks, Brooks. Rory sucks. I should never have picked Brooks because he you was clearly have. playing on no yeah, legs, which I was, thought was he your was fault. That was a mistake. I'm not going to blame Brooks for his round because no, you blame I, you. I watched him at one point, and he had to have his caddy help him up a little tiny hill, and it was it was brutal to watch. It was like watching an 80 year old man try and take some stairs. It was like, it was like watching Joe Biden try and get on air force one. (laughs) At least he had a spotter though. At least Brooks had a spotter, you know? Yeah. Joe Biden has secret service agents by the hundred aids by the dozen. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody could help him up those stairs, though. He was on an island, and he was not doing well. <laughs> Have yeah. you ever fallen I mean, downstairs like that? What's the most embarrassing time you felt? Uh, I would say, well, one would be I was riding my bike on campus at the University of Miami. <laughs> and I just, it was a little wet. That classic, you take a turn a little hard and you just bite it in front of a group of people and you just get up oh, as quick as you it. can and just keep going on. Midday? Another time, Is this like peak hours? Oh, peak, peak, Oh, peak, love it. Love peak. it. I wish I was there. As many. I kicked you. I would have. As broken off your fucking stand (laughs) yeah it was it was brutal the other time would be i was on a run it was in a forest and i you know being in a forest it's a little uh hilly and stuff there's roots roots roots. i hit a root i hit a root root. with my foot um and so like essentially when i'm coming down with that foot it gets kicked out from under me and gets held back so i have no feet to come down and just (laughs) fell right and fell right on my face (laughs) Just, I wish you were wearing a GoPro. Yeah, that would have been something. It I I took quite a shot there. What about you? Trail, trail run with a GoPro. Uh, I'm sure I have plenty. None is immediately coming to mind. Uh, I am not graceful. I have had plenty of spills. I just can't think of any right now off the top of my head. Yeah, I did. Yeah. To just just today, I was uh, buying something from a gas station. Picked up a penny that I saw on the ground. Went to put it in the you know the take a penny, leave a penny. Mm-hmm. Totally fucking fumbled it and basically threw it at the cashier, went behind the counter. I was like, oh, shit, that's totally my bad. Uh, I don't know what happened. My wrist hit something and it just went flying. And they wow. were really confused. So I'm like, OK, I'm leaving. See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, that was it's also a COVID penny you picked up for no reason. I picked up a COVID penny and hurled it at someone. <laughs> it's an absurd. That is an absurd move. Very thankful for masks at that point. Uh, my face is shielded. Uh, I'm glad no one saw my true identity. Yeah, that is good. So speaking of faces, do you want to tell me a little bit why you hate this uh, Louis Osthusian guy? Oh, my God. His name is Louis Oosthuizen. That Oosthuizen. was rough. That was hard to listen to. Louis Oosthuizen. We're back on the Masters. Uh, he's a golfer from South Africa. He's good. He has won a major. Um, mm-hmm. He's good. He's short in stature. That's not related at all. But he has, what for whatever reason, I hate him. I detest him <laughs> for no reason other than he his face. He has a punchable face, and I just want to punch his face. I don't know what it is. There's no reason for it. I'm sure he's a great guy. I just cannot stand him. I loathe Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen. <laughs> uh, uh, you so- see his picture here. It's kind of a punchable face, dude. It's not a great face. So I did some. I don't care about ugly or unattractive. No, you just want to be like he he looks annoying. It's the eyes. That's what I figured out. Eyes. It's the eyes. I think so. I did some research into this, and the best I could figure is essentially you pick up on punchable faces based on previous punchable faces that you see. Oh wow. So it's all just like, I've seen this, like, we don't have a reason really to hate Mr. Oosthuizen or whatever the fuck it is. Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen. We We don't have a reason. We don't really know him. He does have a punchable face, though. I will agree. And his face is up on our uh, Twitter as we speak. So you can take a look at his face there if you don't feel like searching for his name at Another Week With on Twitter. 
so I did a little celebrity lookalike. I didn't use my face, of course. I used his face. The purpose of this website is really just like, oh, do I look like any celebrities? But no, yeah. I can do main people that he looks like. Uh, this guy, Shane Dawson, who certainly has a punchable face. I have no idea who Shane Dawson is. I was going to say, um, if you think he has a punchable face and the science suggests that it's mm-hmm. a face that you've seen that is punchable, maybe it's a mutual acquaintance of ours, which would be lovely. That, that would I, be. What if we there's this guy that we both fucking hate, you know, and we just take it out on Louis Ustase and then I feel bad for Louis all of a sudden. Well, Shane Dawson, know. punchable face. You're right. Right. Look at it. I mean, oh, just such a douchebag photo. He has. Yeah, it looks like a tool. Uh, another one is Max Greenfield who, oh God, you, if you, when you look him up, you'll, you'll know what he looks, he's in something pretty famous. It's uh, oh, he's a in, show. Uh, new girl, he's a new girl, new girl. Yes. Yes. I new girl. Times a new girl. <laughs> There's uh, some, some detective work done by you. Oh, funny guy. Funny guy. I like that guy. Yeah. No, so not a functional face, he's uh, not but, it. but he's yeah. on the list. Ricky Ricky Martin's on the list. Ricky Martin. I have nothing against Ricky Martin. Everybody loves Ricky Martin. I'll tell you, one one of the first songs. Wait, wait, wait. This is important. One of the first songs uh, when I first bought my first boombox was the Live in La Vida Loca. Blasting that shit all around. How could you not? Everybody loved Live in La Vida Loca. It's a banger. It's a banger. For sure. Bang! (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, but another one, another more punchable one, Robert Pattinson. And Ooh. while Robert Pattinson is definitely a more attractive man, those eyes are like spot on. They have the same eyes. If you really just look at them side by side. You talk about Louis and Robert? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. See, I was going to say they look nothing alike. But I feel like we're getting one degree of separation. I feel like Louis kind of looks like the Dawson Dawson kind of looks like new mm-hmm. girl guy mm-hmm. and the new girl guy. I could see the resemblance to Robert Pattinson. So we're kind of getting one degree away every time. So now we're at degree number four. Robert Pattinson looks nothing like Louis Eustazen, but uh, I don't know. I like Robert Pattinson. He was in Harry Potter and he died. <laughs> spoiler. If you what? haven't seen it, spoiler, that's on you. Oh. You should have seen it by now. He was right, in the right. uh, Olympics idiot. one or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally forgot about that role. Uh, I Spoiler, totally he dies. Remember. If you have not, has, has anyone not seen Harry Potter that will ever see Harry Potter that's not 15 years or older? No. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Right? You're, you've either, you've seen it or you haven't at this point if you're not a child. Uh, everybody's seen it. Unless you just will never see it. If, you, if you're 20 plus, we'll say, and you haven't seen it, you will never see that movie. Any of them. Well, it's clearly you have no, or you don't care. You might see it, but you're not going to, you're not, you don't care. You don't get You'll a fall shit. asleep. You'll fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Any other masters takes you have anything else uh, in that old noggin yeah, I mean, about the masters? C- congrats to Hideki oh. Matsuyama. First Japanese player to win a major. Did you see the coolest part about the whole thing was him afterwards when he's going home, flying from Atlanta to Chicago to then presumably catch a flight from Chicago to Tokyo was by himself in Atlanta airport with his backpack on, just wearing street clothes, mask on respect for that. Uh, 
and had the fucking master's jacket slung over an airport chair, just casually chilling right next to him. <laughs> the master's jacket by himself, just sitting there in an airport. That Amazing. is really cool. Yeah. And first Japanese born player to, uh, to uh, win a masters or major in general, right? Yeah, no, definitely just said that 20 seconds ago, but uh, you're still right. Um <laughs> I was just reiterating the points. <laughs> okay. I thought you were uh, coming in with some new hard knowledge. Um, no, I, I, I was, I was attempting to come in with new hard knowledge. Yeah, I, I know was, you weren't, you weren't listening. I, I was not listening at all. I was, I was trying to look up some, something that I could play that would be, uh, uh, Matsuyama related. And I don't have any clips clipped. So I have a fun fact for you. Japan is second only to the United States in, I don't think it's per capita. I think it's the amount of golf courses in the whole country. Oh, that I could see that. And golf, it's a small country. Yeah. Golf is a huge deal there now, apparently. And it's picking up steam and they say he is go. He already was, but he will now be just on another level of celebrity there. And the amount of money that he will make from endorsements there is, is astronomical. Uh, they also said he, he, for, to paint a picture, he got married and had a kid and he kept it from the media for, for a year. I don't know, maybe less than that, but for a a significant amount of time because of all the media scrutiny that he gets. Oh, wow. That's how, that's That's how big of a figure he is there. But imagine him now it's going to be insane. No scrutiny. He's, he's the king of Japan. Now you can do whatever he wants. Yeah. 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 And for quite some time. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm. Uh, it's oh, sad cool. that you, it's probably a good idea to hide your kids from the media. Anyways, it's yeah. it's just not. If they're aggressive, I'm gonna say. I mean, obviously did it for a reason. I'm gonna assume they're you know overly fucking aggressive. So yeah, yeah. But bottom line, cool fucking thing. He did it. He was up big Saturday. Things got close on Sunday, and he powered through. Yeah, good for him. I'm going to segue into continuing to hate the media and specifically BuzzFeed because BuzzFeed from the outside looks like it's pretty lighthearted. They've got quizzes, little like popular culture quips. You know, they're always like definitely a very like liberal and happy site for the youth. I saw one the other day and I was like, that's weird because it's either... So the title is 39 red flags that prove you are in fact heterosexual. The byline, I'm so sorry, but you're straight. If these things describe you, which is either gay bashing in a way or hetero bashing, but it's certainly weird. And also like, who is this guy, Matt Stopera on the Buzzfeed staff to say that about anyone? Like that is, it's 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 a weird article. I feel like really, Really, they're weird. just like an arm. I feel like of of TMZ, you know, just clickbait headlines, yes. nonsense. Uh, oh yeah, I I only know BuzzFeed because of the the quizzes. You know, you see the ads for them. You see the yeah, ads for BuzzFeed quizzes all the time, and that's the only reason I know them. But yeah. That's a but weird fucking I'll, article. <laughs> That's I'll a link, very weird. It's article. so weird. It's very weird, and it's it's dumb. I mean, so I how many did you say it was? Thirty nine. Thirty nine that prove you're heterosexual. I'll go over some weird ones I saw. Wait, One, wait. Let me just ballpark it. I'm gonna say out of thirty nine that would 
make you straight, you probably hit five. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll hit the ones that I hit. Your favorite Britney Spears song is Toxic, I'd say probably. Oh, that's uh, tough. There's so many. There's a big that one's dumb. Uh, my only, uh, the only Carly Rae Jepsen song I know is "Call Me Maybe." Yeah, same. I don't, I don't know that. I think that's the most of us. I don't even know the song "Perfect" by Ed Sheeran, so I certainly don't think it's a perfect first dance song at a wedding. Oh, it, it, it is for my girlfriend. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess that tracks. Yeah. Uh, you, you lose your mind when they play "Shut Up and Dance" at weddings. I mean, I've never been to a wedding where they. I play don't it. think I've been. I don't think I have either. But I would probably have fun. I think you could play just about anything, and I'd have fun when they're playing music at a wedding. Yeah. Uh, you own something that says "Live, Laugh, Love" in your house. Now, actually, this is funny. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend was talking about how she thinks that is like the most um, is like the worst thing you can have in your house. It's, it's just so fucking like cliche. And kitsy and just dumb. It's like, yeah, why? I I do agree with that. Like that is a dumb thing to have in your well, house. Now, for anyone, though, it has nothing to do with being gay, though. Now we have to fight. Now we have to fight. We have to throw down. You have that in your. <laughs> we don't have any of them. We don't have any of them. I was just messing around, and I agree that is incredibly cliche. Probably when it first came out, it's good. It's so good that it became a cliche. You know. At the time, clever, nice, or whatever, maybe. You know, imagine the first time you saw that. It's like, oh, that's nice. That's all you could say. You say, oh, you that's, might that's say nice. It's nice, but it's nice. Certain- not clever. It's not clever. Dumb. It's nice. It's nice. But no, I don't have any, and it's well past its life threshold. You have participated in SantaCon? I would never, but. No, but I would. I guess I neither, would. N- neither does the gay community. Well, well I would. <laughs> um but yeah it's just i don't think a, i think a lot of these things don't have anything really to do with being gay i think this guy is being really judgmental of other gay people i think it's inappropriate and it just was like fuck this thing uh the other one we have more buzzfeed don't worry uh this one's not as much anti-buzzfeed as just anti-people sharing this uh men are sharing the ways that they experience sexual harassment and you might not have considered these so i will say if it is a woman sexually harassing a man, I think as men, we used to have to have like 50 to 100 years of just allowing it to happen because how many men did that unstopped for the entire rest of history? Yeah, yeah. But really, I would say you just want to get to the point where it just doesn't happen. And I guess the tricky part, too, is it's a the, for a man, it would probably in terms of intimidation, it's probably you're probably not intimidated unless that person is in a position of power over you. Because then you have to bend to their will and go with it, even if you are legitimately uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, it's not great. It's, I'm not saying know? it's great, but I'm just saying like, hey, right. we've had our way of thing. Men had their way of things for a long, long time, and I, I'm just I'm not going to be the one to complain. I'll put it that way. It's, yeah, but that's not the right answer. It's not. Oh, yeah. it's, the, yeah. the right answer is this is unacceptable. We got to nip it in the bud all around would yeah. be the right answer. That's true. Um, personally, that true. again, unless it was someone truly in position of power over me, even then I probably wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, like I don't know what happened. What if someone like grabbed my dick and it was weird as fuck? I'd probably tell someone like, hey, this fucking lady just grabbed my dick. It was real weird. Like I'd probably tell HR if I had. I wouldn't. I don't know. No, shit. So, I've talked myself into a corner. I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, I some of these I don't think is true. Like 
My bulge was a topic of open discussion between some of the women and the office at a previous job. The kicker is that one of the women was the head of HR. Like, Ooh, yeah, that's rough. You see, you got to have someone you can trust. You got to yeah. trust that HR will take care of things. Uh, when that's gone, then yeah, that's a pretty awkward position. At the same time, I don't know. What's the deal with people talking about your bulge? <laughs> yeah, we had a guy that, that we had a, well, that sounds bad, I guess now in light of that, that uh, some of the women would call the, the moose knuckle. Not even because he was fat, he wore pants too tight. The guy just had a hell of a bulge. <laughs> the moose the guy knuckle. had a hell of a bulge. They called him the moose knuckle. <laughs> yeah. See, that's not even that. Like, we're not even talking. Like, the thing about all these, n- most of them weren't even like bad. Like, not- obviously, you shouldn't do any of this in the workplace or right. with anyone right. who's not comfortable with it. Uh, it shouldn't happen, but, but a lot of times as- there are people who are okay with it. Or yeah. probably possibly enjoy it. And it's hard to tell. So how do you stop that? You don't allow it at all. Yeah, you have to not allow it all. I mean, it's one thing if you're with your buddies and you're talking and that's like obviously something everyone's comfortable with, or you're in a position where you can clearly say, like, hey, I'm not really comfortable with these jokes. Uh <laughs> number five's weird. When I used to work as a lifeguard on the beach, there was a lot of non-consensual touching. <laughs> one, a middle-aged woman walk up to me like she had a question then got a hold of my dick because she wanted to see how big it was. And two, <laughs> there was a 16-year-old girl who backed me into my stand and shoved a Skittle in my mouth with her tongue, which is... <laughs> That's I don't not good I don't because she's 16. I don't... Yeah. yeah. Well, being a le- most lifeguards are younger. Hopefully he was... Yeah. 17 but, or younger. <sighs> yeah. That was just another BuzzFeed. Also, more anti-BuzzFeed. There was some woman. Uh, she's a pretty famous chef. She's on uh, the Food Network. Her name is Molly Yeah or Yeah. It's Y E H. I don't know how she wants me to pronounce that. And she made a pasta, like a you know pasta salad classic, um, sure. with nice with dish. popcorn as the base. Um, and I don't know if you look at it. I don't. Like, I'm probably not going to be a fan of it, but I'm willing to give it a shot. And BuzzFeed is just destroying this poor woman and like pointing out all these tweets, calling her like essentially an idiot for making this pasta. She's just trying to be creative on the food network and make a fun dish. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry that she's trying to have a good time and do something different. Like not every, not every food that someone's made has been amazing. Like it just happens and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it looks, I'm looking at the picture now. It looks dumb. It does look dumb. Uh, Sounds like Buzzkill went overboard, BuzzFeed, whatever they're called. Yeah, uh, yeah. Buzzkill. But, but that's yeah. the internet in general, right? It's just full of hate. It's full of pe- people. If someone else did that, if they were in person demonstrating and they demonstrated this dish, the amount of comments that people put online versus what you'd hear face-to-face is nothing the same. People are emboldened online because it's anonymous this is for true. the most part. This so is true. You just, it's, it's full of hate. It's disturbing. It my really only, shows you people, you know, people, people are hateful motherfuckers. My only pushback is that Buzzfeed once again promotes itself as like happy place of the internet. That's like nice to everyone yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. So it's just, it was weird for Buzzfeed to do that is my only real pushback on that. I'm not saying that the popcorn salad is great. What I am saying is David Wells is a fucking moron. Dumb. Wait, well, he's dumb. He's dumb. What he's is dumb. He, why is he dumb? He's not watching the MLB anymore. Oh, God. He, uh, I don't know why, then. 
Yep, you know why. They're, they moved the game out. They moved the game. They moved an all-star game. Darn that MLB moving a game because of political discourse, a game that doesn't even matter. Like, David Wells, grow up. Just grow the fuck up. Yeah. No, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Everyone Clearly, he wasn't watching that much baseball for that to be the decision to not watch baseball anymore. Oh, like he he's claims, just using it as a pedestal. Yes. He's definitely using it to like try and get on Fox News yeah. for sure, one hundred percent. Which is a douchebag move, and he's a douchebag. Sure, but hey, he pitched a no hitter, hungover, or perfect game, hungover. What was it? I don't even know anymore. Which was a hell of a feat. <laughs> but as a person, uh, yeah, yeah. Trash, trash. Seems like a yeah, definitely yeah, definitely a trash man. Pre-game meal, um, Burger King. Fun fact about David Wells: he's a large. He was a large man in his. He looks like days. a kind of guy who would eat Burger King on his on his oh, yeah. game days. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, speaking of the workplace, on that, how do you feel about dogs in the workplace? Like people who take their dogs to work. I have minimal experience with this, but I fucking love it. <laughs> wow. Okay. I love it. I love it. Who doesn't like dogs? The, uh, the only down, the only downside I could possibly see is allergies. Yeah. If nobody has allergies and it's not an office where customers come in, dogs, let them fucking roam, baby. You know how great it is for breaks? The only thing now, too, is with all the virtual meetings, you could get a dog barking or something. could really kind of fuck some shit up. But I'm not saying it should be like, uh, you know, a daycare where there's 20 dogs. But mm-hmm. if you have a thing, the reason there was a dog in my office was because someone uh, found a stray puppy, like a newborn puppy that had health issues. And so they couldn't leave it alone. And they had to go. This was a couple of years back. And so they had to take it to the office and they had a little crated off in their cubicle section. They shared a cubicle, whatever shit it was. And they had like a large-ish section where it was crated off. That area was gated off, I should say. Um, and it was a dream. You want a break? Whatever. Go over there and play with the fucking puppy. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, it's certainly fun, but it is just not very professional, in my opinion. I think you run into the allergy issues for sure. And I think with the other thing is from a business standpoint, you have people distracted. No matter how old or how well behaved the puppy or the dog is, People are going to be like, oh, look at that dog. And yeah, I might get a little bit more used to it as time goes on. But then you have to take the dog out during the day, which like, you know, I just think it's a distraction in the workplace. And I'm not personally I'm not personally a fan of that. Think about how many hours really in an eight hour workday you're actually sitting cranking out work. Really? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I would say I would be shocked if it's more than five. So that's that's. I'll be Depends shocked, on the job. but I'll Depends be on the job. But yeah, yeah. But even we're still, talking, the talk, time you take breaks, job. Yeah. look at the phone, go to the fucking water cooler, talk shit with your employee, your coworkers, take a shit, do all this stuff. So instead of sitting there looking at your phone or just thinking about something or looking at your computer, wondering if anyone's going to look over your shoulder while you're on fucking Buzzfeed, <laughs> you <laughs> are you're playing with a dog. How much better can you get? It's probably better for you anyways. One, you're getting away from a screen. You're playing with an animal. It has to be healthy for you. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah. And then when you need to yeah. crank, when you need to crank some shit out, you're still working. You crank some shit out. And then, you know, it would be, again, if there's so many dogs, it's a lot, but you could, you know, everyone has their own little fucking doorway or gate or whatever you want to call it, or whoever dog it is, keeps them in their space. 
Yeah, well, that's key for for certain time periods of the day. Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe I yeah probably softened on this a little bit. I guess the barking is the big thing. The barking, and the allergies. If you have a dog that barks, that that's that's a well, no already. You certainly yeah. I definitely worry about people taking advantage of it, I guess, is my concern. If it's a fine dog, then I don't really have a problem with it. But I just yeah. would prefer not to work in a workplace where uh, where the people bring their not good dog in, which happens because you know how everyone is about their animal. They're like, oh, my animal's the best and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And imagine, imagine if you got if your dog was told they have to go home. Imagine how bitter they would be with all these four or five other dogs there. Like, fuck this dog. My dog's better than this dog. This dog's a piece of shit. They'd be miserable. Yeah. So see, these are the issues problems. that I see. These yeah. are the issues be- I see where it just, there's, it's a slippery slope on some of these things where it just goes bad fast and you piss people off. But mm-hmm. also then you probably get some employees who wouldn't want to work there if they couldn't bring their dog to work. I don't know. If you're picking your place of employment because you can pick take your dog to work or not, I think you <laughs> should probably get your priorities a little bit more aligned. Um, or you're in a great place, you know, in your career that you well, can, that you can pick that. What a place to be. What a luxury. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a place where that's where you are able to pick, that's probably you are in a good spot. Uh, one job I wouldn't want for sure is being a Vladimir Putin critic because those motherfuckers <laughs> drop like flies. Yeah, no, you don't want to. You don't want to. No, even in America, you know, it's hard being oh, a yeah. Putin critic. Well, there was a guy who just uh, a guy in the UK just got killed. Nikolai Glushkov found dead in his house in London. Apparently, the people who killed him tried to make it look like a suicide. So it's very clearly a Putin hit job. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. Do not fuck with Putin. I'm not, I mean, obviously Russia bad, but mostly not people of Russia, but Putin bad. Putin bad for probably everyone. Yeah, government bad. But this guy, though, this guy is Russian. It's not like he was a British citizen or a, you know, he's a Russian. Right. He was a Russian. He probably was seeking asylum there or whatever. Exactly. That's exactly. I mean, you got to be, just talk, talk about looking over your shoulder 24 seven, sleeping with one eye open, yeah. fucking with Vladimir Putin and, and getting out of Dodge. You'll never have a peaceful night in your life. No, that's why I don't. I just, just don't. Cause it is, that is a stressful life. And I am not, I'm not willing to deal with that. Okay. Because- You're Russian, Matt. You're Russian. You fuck with Putin. You say some shit, you get crossways with him. Where are you going? Where do you think is the best place for you to go to survive? Some- some random island you think you think that's a good idea i think the thing is there i guess there's two main trains of thought you either go to a really secluded place right Mm -hmm. and hope that they just never find you but if they do know you're on that island you're dead there's no one on the island that can protect you or you go to like america and you get help from the government yeah yeah i don't think uk is way nowhere in europe way too close right right europe's just immediately off limits yeah that was a bad move by uh, yep. Glushkov. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I do see some problems with the random island theory, mostly because if I mean, especially as like if you're in like some South American island and you're the one Russian guy, you're you're out, you're sticking out like a sore <laughs> fucking thumb. I tell you yeah. what. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to if I'm ever in Russia, I am I'm not saying a darn word about Putin. That is this, you're this... asking for trouble. No, you can't, which is obviously talk about oppressive you can't live a more impressive life than that you know where you're in fear of your government your leaders constantly it's yeah 
you know, unimaginable, really. Yeah. Um, but this, they're in this, China, really. Yeah, they're trying to obviously North Korea takes the cake of yeah. them all. Yeah. Um, this leads me to an interesting conversation I recently had with my girlfriend. Do tell. I, I, I don't know how it came up, but I asked her the other day if if one of us was being pursued, you know, by the authorities and I called her, let's say it's me being pursued by the authorities. I called her. I know my and or her phone is being tapped, right? Let's say her phone. Cause I'm smart enough at least to maybe use pay phone or something. Her phone's mm-hmm. being tapped, being wired. How could I communicate with her where I am? How could I tell her where I am without anyone else listening to that call, knowing where I am? And we got a few good ones. And I'm trying to think now, I'm trying to think now, even you and me, you and me, I already just fucking spilled the beans. But if I told you, I spilled the beans earlier in this goddamn episode, if I called you and said, hey, Matt, meet me where the podcast was born, where would you go? I would say that hotel. That hotel. That is exactly yeah. it. I was waiting for you to say Nashville, and I was going to be mad. I was like, yeah, but then we walk around like two jerk-offs yeah. stumbling around Nashville forever. No, that, go hotel, to that hotel. That's I would right. be able to find that hotel. I mean, it's right by the stadium, too. It's pretty... I just... Yeah. yeah. And it's cheap to get a room there, so it would be easy. I think right. it was the Knight, Knights Inn, Kings Inn, something like that. Knights Inn. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds like it. That's where yeah. we would be. Uh, that's, that's a really good way of doing it. Uh, that is actually an ingenious way of doing it. I never, I didn't, I was wondering right. myself, I'd be like, you'd have to like pre-concoct some secret language, which you obviously oh, couldn't yeah. do when you're already out there. Right. But you definitely. Right. Shared experience that only you guys know, you know, it's, it, and it's hard. The first few I said was fucked up because I was like, no, that's, they can figure this out or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard. Think about uh, that. Think about that. Dude. Well, at least we, well, I guess we can't now, but we could have been we able can. to meet in Nashville. I think we could get one though. We can get. Could one. just say. I want probably, everyone. That's everyone's homework. You know, think yeah. about it with your significant other, someone you care about. Just think, what would I do? What would I do? How about you and you guys have been around? You probably can get some good ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, geez, it's always hard to think off the top of my head. You had time to think of one. Yeah, um, of course. But yeah, and I don't. I don't want to chisel. You don't want to blow it. You don't want to yeah. blow it. I don't want to blow it. I don't want to blow it. Keep uh, yourself. I do. We we had homework ourselves. We're giving the listeners homework. We had homework, and uh, we were trying to look into some of the craziest uh, minor league baseball promotions. And oh fuck yeah, you're right. There have certainly been some crazy ones. One I liked was Costanza Night, which sounds basic <laughs> at first, and they do some dumb things like they wore their road uniform instead of uh, instead of their home uniforms, oh, which you know God. not that cool, but. The best couple things was that like they started in the ninth inning instead of the first and worked backwards. <laughs> Pretty funny. And they had paying they paid customers to park, which is really funny. That's <laughs> really funny. And uh, they had players ask fans for autographs, which is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Little oh ideas my god, that's amazing! You know what was the best thing they could have done? I don't know how much you watched the show. Oh, I'm but well-versed. You remember when he worked for the Yankees, he switched them to cotton uniforms and they shrunk. <laughs> oh, they yes. washed them and they shrunk. If they went out there and shrunk in cotton uniforms, that alone would pay for the price of admission, uh, everything. That would be gold. To be fair to George on that episode, the first time they wore the uniforms, they all liked it. They talked yeah, about how comfortable them. it was loved and all them. that. 
just like a dream. And if, if anything, that's not really George's fault as much as the equipment managers for not knowing how to wash cotton appropriately. No, don't dry, baby. Just air dry. Air dry. That is. You're thing. right. Because Santa had it there. He did. I don't. He gets a bad rep for that one, which he really did nothing wrong. Um, another good one was the Mahoning Valley Scrapers had free liposuction giveaway time in conjunction with all you can eat night. <laughs> what is how does free liposuction night work? What is that? Uh, I I guess they just gave somebody away. wins it. Maybe a couple yeah. people win them. Nice. That's yeah. brilliant. Love yeah. that. Pretty good. Pretty good. One of my one of one of the good ones I saw was uh, what team did the Costanza one? By the way, uh, they did Fort Myers Miracle Class A affiliate of the Twins in two thousand. Oh, that good for that Twins just moved up a notch in my book. Wow, mm-hmm. Stockton Ports. I actually I don't know who they are an affiliate of. Uh, oh, the A's, the Athletics. They did an asparagus night, which just the idea of basing your whole night on asparagus cracks me up. I'm imagining <laughs> asparagus being given out anywhere. You, you sit down on your seat, boom, bundle of asparagus. Love it. Oh, that cracks me up. There's so many quirky things. It is such a dream. This one I don't understand for one specific reason. Awful night by the Altoona Curve, a double-A affiliate of the Pirates. Awful night. They tried to make the a terrible game experience, which is pretty funny. It'd be fun to go to. But... They gave out sporks instead of a calendar or a t-shirt when everyone came. What's so bad about sporks? Right. The most versatile utensil. I don't understand. <laughs> Think again, Altoona. Yeah. I thought nobody night. This this Charleston River Dogs, nobody night, where they purposely didn't allow fans in until the fifth inning, allowing the official attendance <laughs> to be zero for the game. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. That's An so independent good an independent team that was playing against uh, Jose Canseco after his MLB retirement gave out juice box night. Holy shit. Some of these are so good. What a job that is to, to mm-hmm. come up with these ideas. What a, what a fucking blast these guys have to have. Oh yeah. Uh, and one more, just because I, I like this one, the Charleston river dogs. Again, this, this guy, Mike God. Veek is actually, he's, he's apparently one of the best at it. Mike Veek. He's, a big promotion baseball guy did silent night in 2003. Uh, they, this is after they did nobody night. So they then did silent night, which had talking and cheering forbidden until the fifth inning. And many fans has created signs that said cheer or boo and held them up during the game. Uh, they also had signs for beer vendors to let them know when they wanted a beer that you would hold up that they handed out to people and librarians replaced ushers, uh, for the crowds and uh, <laughs> they had golf marshals there holding up quiet please signs, which is. Oh, we good. have to go to a Charleston river dogs game on a crazy yeah. promo night. I, I am serious. I am dead set. Uh, mm-hmm. Charleston been there briefly fun time mm-hmm. taking it to the river dogs. That's another level. I just looked now briefly and found another gem they had in 2019 Helen McGuckin night. Uh, <laughs> Helen McGuckin, random person, local guide in Charleston, gave drove by the stadium and gave them a two out of five stars on Google reviews. <laughs> so to to honor that, they they organized, they found her and made a Helen McGuckin night to do everything they could to have her raise her review. A whole night for a Helen McGuckin to raise her Google review. That is, it's brilliant. Un- that is brilliant. That is so oh funny. God. That is so funny. Wow. I love that. I love that oh, so much. We're going. That's my favorite minor league team. 
Yeah. What are they I agree. for? Who, who, who are they for? Ooh, uh, it's probably changed since 2003 because those things always. Yeah, that's true. It's so weird how that works. I mean, especially now because like everything changed uh, last year. They took away a bunch of teams this last year. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays. Cool. Wow, the Rays. Rays are fine. They should do that for their fucking major league team. They maybe get yeah. some attendance. Learn, yeah. learn a few fucking things here from the the River Dogs, baby. Why does I feel like why does Tampa Bay have any sports teams? No one seems to care there. I guess like with the exception of the Buccaneers, only because they had Tom Brady and won the Super Bowl. But that was mostly just Patriot fans. The does Bucks anyone does arena. anyone live in Tampa Bay from Tampa Bay? Right, that's a great question. I would I would assume not really. You know, most people yeah. don't because everyone moves there because everyone wants to go to Florida or Arizona because yeah. it's warm and it's like a nice uh, city and it's a little quieter than the Miami vibes. Yes. Yes. Uh, I would say the thing for the Bucks is that their stadium is essentially in the heart of the city. It's not in downtown, but mm-hmm. it's a very short drive to it. So that's mm-hmm. a plus there. Whereas Big plus. the Rays are technically in Clearwater and you have to cross a bridge to get to it. Yeah. And it's a fucking nightmare, I think. So nobody who the hell wants to do that. I'm no. sure while you're driving past the beach, you'd rather just be like, hey, let me just go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> that looks easier yeah. and cheaper. But this has to be the greatest. This is the the pinnacle of Tampa sports right now. We will never be surpassed. I, uh, I'm, I'm steadfast about this. Obviously, like you just said, the Bucks just won the Super Bowl. The Lightning mm-hmm. just won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. The Raptors are playing there. The Blue Jays are playing there in their minor league stadium. And obviously, the Rays were just in the World Series. You can't really ask for a better year from a, a city in general in sports. No. Three finals appearances, two victories, and two other teams in town. It's remarkable. It is. That's actually extremely impressive. Yeah. I, really- I was I was saying you had L.A. win two. You had Lakers and Dodgers win two. You mm-hmm. had Tampa win two. They covered all four sports, two cities. They needed to have a Rumble Royale, a throwdown, an academic decathlon to determine the elite athletic city of the year. Yeah, that actually that was that would be a really good idea. I can't believe yeah. I haven't heard that before. That's such a good idea. Yeah, we need something. We should, we should be working on these promotions. Now. Yeah, uh, well, well, we need the River Dogs guys to set mm-hmm. something up and create an event. <laughs> if they had, yeah, if the River Dog guys set something up and had people like a, a Dodgers affiliate there, they could just determine it right then and there. Oh, oh that would be amazing. determine the 2020 champion of sports. <laughs> yes, yes. Between a minor league baseball game, but that's a good promotion. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. um all right uh so there's just a couple more things i just want to ask you a question because i remember trying it once when i was a kid and i just thought of this for some reason have you ever used have you ever used the gel deodorant yes do do you use it now i actually currently am using a gel deodorant i have no preference with deodorants and i switch them actually a lot because i have a theory that my armpits get immune Mm -hmm. uh, to whatever type of deodorant I'm using after a certain time period. So if I have like a two day stretch when I have even a, you know, a tinge of BO, I switch, I switch brands. I switch the the material or whatever you want to call that. I I shake everything up. And so, yes, I'm currently on a gel and it's a Costco bundle. So I've got like six sticks that I've got (laughs) to run through. (laughs) But doesn't it bother you just like the, goopiness like right you know away. what i do i i gotta get comfortable with the right amount when you're twisting the stick in the morning 
And then when you put it on, you do the flaps. I do the yeah, flaps, the chicken yeah. wings. I give the chicken wings, squish it in, air it out, and then it's I'm good to go. Yep. That's all right. Well, I'll give it another shot because I just remember getting the wetness, and I do remember doing it's the weird. flaps. It's awkward. It's, it's weird. Yeah. What do you use? Right. I actually I typically use Old Spice, but I'm agreeing with I, I'm I'm in to your theory. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got to sweat. You rotate those babies. What I'm about? What about the spray? Nobody does anyone just use spray anymore? No, right? I don't think so. This, I don't know. I've never, I've never used like a spray. Axe body spray. You know, in middle school, yeah. everyone used well, Axe that's, body spray. But that's not even that's not an antiperspirant though. That's just like a scent. That's like cheap cologne is what that's used as. And then uh, people just, just realize just it smells terrible. Right. It's it's chokes. It's, it's choking. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's go to any middle school locker room. You gag because of Axe. Yeah. Pure aerosol. So bad. Oh man. <laughs> How about natural deodorant? You know anyone using natural deodorant? Uh, I haven't come across anyone using natural deodorant in some time. I did know a girl, uh, an old roommate, who she just used lemon. Just a lemon? Yeah. Just a lemon? Yep. (laughs) I feel like she's just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I smell like shit. I got to use something. What's something that's got a strong odor? Oh, here's a lemon. Cut, Cut this open. And it worked and she stuck with it. Good for no, her. It did not work. It did not work. <laughs> it did not work. It, that's definitely one of those things where it works in the moment. Yeah. yeah and then you continue up. to sweat. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Okay. There is some Korean signature deodorant. I like, I used to like, I haven't seen it in a while. They had the one that wouldn't fuck up your shirts. Cause that's like, that's the reason I throw away shirts. Oh, no, I'm like the same yeah. size, but then the pits get gross. And it's like, Oh, I liked this shirt. Now it's gone. White no. shirts in particular, the white shirts, yellow. they get ruined. I have it's, some shirts that, you know, are whatever, just fuck around the house shirts, pajama shirts, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are just, they're just disgusting there, but yeah. And you wear them with pride. I, I've had yeah. some shirts now that are, you know, 10 plus years old and, and it's okay. Well, I, pajama it's shirts are a different breed. Yeah, well, it's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like these nicer shirts get it worse. The, like you get like a Hanes shirt. You can be rocking that boy for years. Yeah, yeah. Same as it. Yeah. It might be faded a little bit, but there's no pits on it. It's ready. It is ready for action. These like fancy company shirts that are like, Ooh, let me get this, uh, uh, polo shirt. And it's got the little logo and I'm going to be all fancy. <laughs> um, speaking of shirts, I did wear my, uh, disco demolition shirt in honor of our contest. Oh, wow, dude. You like that? Wow, I love it. I didn't know you had a shirt like that. Yeah, a buddy of mine uh, is a guy I used to work with, and he would get drunk and buy things online, and he knew I was a White Sox fan and just yeah. came up one day and was like, I don't remember buying this, but it must be for you. That's so good. I feel like you know you got to have that friend who just buys the random shit. I have a friend, too, who uh, – what is it? The, the Instagram ads and stuff or whatever, the, just oh, Facebook man. ads, yeah. those nonsense things from China. He's a sucker for all of them. He buys all of them. <laughs> it's hilarious. Every time you get some new contraption, it's a, it's a blast for me because I'm not buying them. Yeah, you get to play with it. Yeah. It probably breaks in 10 minutes, but it's cool while yeah. it's there. It doesn't yeah, even a, work at all most of the time. <laughs> I will say, my I have a friend. I got in her car the other day, and I was like, oh, wow, it smells like really piney in here. It's actually quite nice. It wasn't overpowering. It was just like, oh, yeah, I got these like little air scent things. It was an Instagram ad. They They hook me. <laughs> they get me. But uh, this one yeah, actually worked. One. I mean, I don't know. It was it was probably super fresh, and like it's probably right. not going to last for very long. But in the moment, it worked quite well. It's like uh, what is that bazooka gum? Is that oh, the one yeah. that's like that? 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. All the like any of those children gums, like where you chew it for ten seconds and it's gone. How about Bigly Chews? Bigly Chew like that? I don't even remember. It's been Big so long. Bigly Chew, yeah. Bigly Chews like that. That's why Big you just Chew's keep loading best, it in. Bigly yeah. Chew is the best. Yeah. Oh my god, Bigly Chew is so good. So much flavor. So much flavor. I used to have. I used to be chewing so much Bigly Chew when I was a kid that I would just like not even be able to play baseball. I would. I would be able to put my <laughs> helmet on and have this fucking fat lip of Big League Chew. I would just. It would be bad. Oh, that's good. This is still going. Wow, this is. Oh, there it is. All right. Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was the full clip of that, but that was fun. Um, so, yeah, let's finish it up. I just want to talk about some podcast notes. One, we wanted to bring up the episode length thing. I know in the past we had some complaints about, oh, I just want like 40 minute things. And it's like, we just get to talking and like, it's always annoying when I made it into two parts. It doesn't look good. Just pause it and listen to it later. The podcast app, save where you are. You're fine. You're going to be golden. It's no big deal. They're, they're, you know what those people are. Here he is, the biggest douche of the universe. <laughs> and fuck off but yeah it's no big deal no big deal we're gonna just let them roll you'll be up there listen listen when you can while you're cooking dinner car as more and more people start to get the office i'm excited about that um we're good on that uh the other thing is that we both we have mics coming official real mics and i'm I'm paid for by matt so uh big shout out to you I'm trying to surprise today. Yeah, I was. I was told. Yeah, I was. Oh wow, my mic just got here actually, as it were. Um, oh, so nice. It's cool. That'll be exciting. Next week we're gonna sound crispy. So any more I'm complaints excited. about the audio quality will be quickly shut down. Um, any last min? Any last things you got, Rob? Um. Yeah. Two things. One, you used the word impetus earlier. Good for you. That was nice. Uh, I was impressed by that. It's clearly stuck with me. Uh, so that's our word of the day. And just felt like a nut and getting impetus out there. Okay. Well, that, that happened. And other than that, let's all go to a Charleston River Dogs game, people. Yes. Let's get out there and have some fun. Live show in Charleston. Uh, yeah, we got to do it. Oh, we should have a theme night for us. Yes. Another week with themed promo night. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, any episode title ideas you have? Well, you put the wrong date on our podcast. You didn't have to bring that up. That was an accident. <laughs> that was a total accident. I even knew it was the 13th is the worst part of that. <laughs> it's it's going to be so far off because it isn't going to come out till Thursday. And people are like, this is, when <laughs> this did that? This, this is old now. Play. Why even put this? Yeah, it's bad. All right. Well, uh, you all have a great week. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We're going to have video comments coming or content coming out soon. So that's exciting. Um, and of course, we love you guys. We love you. And think of your secret phrases with yes. your significant others. Or best friends, whatever it is. Or uh, yeah. people you care about. Right, right. All right. Well, have a good night, y'all. Here he is, the biggest douche of the universe. In all the galaxies, there's no bigger douche than you. You've reached the top, the pinnacle of douchedom. Good going, douche.
Your dreams have come true. Oh, wow. And I farted.